Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I got a deep fryer for a turkey, and I used it, and it was awesome. The first one year. time. And I've used it once. Yeah, what do you do with all the oil? I used dump in the neighbor's car. No way. <laughs> Throw it in their pool. Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney. Turkeys just sound like a chore. Can the big turkey just pay us <laughs> like for the real, 20 man. bucks yeah, in order just to not eat it? I mean, this sounds like big. Like, turkey is quite the chore to cook. The Dave and Mahoney Show. Two big-ass turkeys. Yeah, cook them both. And then just tear up them turkeys until 2024. Oh, boy. Afterwards, for like a month, just take it out and eat it up. I don't but, think you're supposed to eat it a month after, dude. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. You got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, this poor influencer has hit the trifecta of internet douche. Are you ready for this? Sure. So she is, a, you know, an influencer, and she does a lot of the, like, go shopping with me. Uh-huh. Let's get ready together. Right. You know, typical. Get ready with me's. Yeah. I mean, she's a, like, 24-year-old attractive You're blonde girl. She's an influencer. Right. Uh, but, you know, she's got her Stanley Cup. She's got all the hallmarks of, you know, she dresses in that trendy 24-year-old way where she's got kind of the baggy jeans and the white Nike Monarchs or the New Balance or New whatever balances. it is. Yeah. So she's dressed in a certain style, like you would expect a 24-year-old to be. And all that is just kind of normal, right? There's nothing wrong with that. The reason why she is getting a lot of flack right now is because she thought it would be a good viral video. And to her credit, it is working. People are talking about it. It has gone viral about how she was out and about on a shopping spree recently. And she had her Stanley Cup with her. And she ran into the problem that we've all encountered before where she could not find a restroom to use. Any guesses where this is going? No. I mean, it's got a wide mouth, so I feel like maybe that would be the easiest thing to pee in. Yep. She peed in her Stanley Cup. Now, the question that Why I have- Why does she hate hockey? No, no. Not, not, not that Stanley Cup, Mahoney. Because oh. I'm going to say, somebody else has definitely done that at some point. Oh, in the actual Stanley Cup? Yeah, the drunk hockey players. It? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, I would venture to say that happens- at least once annually. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not like a, a... So... But, yeah, like... Why wouldn't you just, like, go on the ground? Uh, that's what I would do. Know, fair question. And uh, also, I mean, the more important question, Stanley Cup's not cheap, and they're they're hard to get, especially in the, uh, the customized color that she added in. So I think I would like to answer your question, Mahoney, on why didn't she go on the ground. Um, Gen Z's so soft. I really don't think that they understand, like, street level of anything. Like, I don't want to say, like, peeing on the ground is street smarts, but, I mean, they just haven't really experienced life in the way that we did, like, where you would pee by, pee in a parking lot and then catch a freaking... Uh, charge yeah. for peeing in a parking lot mm-hmm. because there's a playground right next door. Like, I feel like these this generation is, they are peeing in Stanley Cup's generations. No, like, Do no you outdoors. wash the cup and drink out of it again? Sure. Okay. Mahoney? Hell no. That thing One goes done, huh? into the garbage. Okay. But also, I feel like that's yeah, on you. Yeah, the cups are expensive. Sure, Mahoney's flexing. Like, He's I, got money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, you, you're rich. You ain't that rich, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't be throwing away I'm also not going to pee in, my, in a thermos, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wa- a wiener. Of this, course you're not. This ain't water world. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Mahoney, if you've ever seen the anatomy of a woman, but it's a little different. We, a little we, bit different. Just, <laughs> use, <laughs> just use the back of a parking garage like the rest of us. And some good news today as well. Uh, no more free clinic for you, Mahoney. The, there's now at-home chlamydia and gonorrhea tests that have been uh, approved for over-the-counter sales. Do you trust it? I mean, yeah, as much as I do that dirty old I mean, if you're if it hurts when you pee, chances are you got it. And especially if it hurts when you pee in a Stanley Cup. This is the Dave and Mahoney.
Morning Show. So we were talking about new fears being unlocked because there was that guy walking through a Home Depot and all of a sudden one of those huge electrical boxes just exploded and ended up sending him to so the hospital. Sad. Critical condition, the whole bit. Yeah, just nuts. Uh, and then we have another story today about a teenage boy who was riding... Kind of was like in between like a moped and a motorcycle, you know, an electric bicycle, right? I think I think it was like a, more like a motorcycle, okay. than it was like electric bike. Uh, but he's riding down the road and he crashes into a cow in the middle of the road. A cow. Christopher Armbrister likes to hang out with friends, ride ATVs and motorbikes, and that's exactly what he was doing last Monday night when the teen hopped on his motorcycle and headed to a friend's house, but he never made it. He's got three broken ribs. Christopher's dad, Kelly, tells us his son was involved in a freak accident when his motorcycle crashed into a cow crossing a remote roadway. Definitely you can see the cow and you can see the motorcycle in a lot of pieces. Uh, so obviously, dark road, black cow, Yeah, probably never even saw it coming. Again, a black cow walking across a dark road at night, and this poor kid doesn't see it. Just to give you an idea of how hard he hit this cow, it killed the cow. No way. Yes. Does he get to eat the cow now? Uh, do you probably get tenderized to it by hitting it. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, like, you can't just let it go to waste. That, uh, That'd be so wasteful. Yeah, man, you can't. That's a lot of cow. That's a ton of cow. I mean, it's very unfortunate. This poor this... kid is all busted up because he hit He's a cow. And you guys are talking about ribeyes. Cow's dead. That would be Road the eyes. ultimate <laughs> revenge. Do you know how many? Do you know how high his hospital bills are going to be because of this cow? Yeah, man. Like, yeah. put it in a freezer. Let let him eat. <laughs> I petition for it, man. Like, because there's certain states where you can get roadkill. Like, you hit a buck or something in certain states. Yeah. It's legal to just pick up roadkill and do what you want with it. Gross. That's gross. That's a little gross. Uh, you're literally talking about doing that right now. It's okay yeah, if it's a cow, it's, but not if, it, not if it's a buck. Oh, I was thinking like raccoons and stuff. Because oh, yeah. it is raccoons in uh, some places. We've, possums, we've talked about it. Yeah, it's gross, Missouri man. is all Ugh. possums. Dude, if, you're, if you're eating possums off the road, brother, we can't be friends. I'm sorry. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. What's a moral principle you will never compromise on? I always return my shopping cart no matter what. And no matter how bad that my day is, there's no excuse to leave it in the parking lot. Message deleted. You know, we had a couple of calls about that recently. I don't know if it's because there's more people out shopping around, you know, the holiday Probably. season. But, uh, yeah, no, that's that's an important one. But, Mahoney, you actively scoffed when she asked if you have any moral principles that you won't compromise on. Whatever, man. We're all... We're all bought and paid for. Yeah, it's one of those. It's a very all interesting question because I've in seen I've yeah. seen it where people are like, "Oh, you would never steal, even if it was for your family." Like, okay, yes, I would steal. I've I stole like whenever I was thirteen. Oh, I mean, it, <laughs> uppercut you for being a smug a hole for even mentioning that. I mean, when you when you think about it, if it comes down to it, you know, and your loved ones' lives are at risk, you will do anything. Yep. I will steal, I will kill, I will do whatever I need to if my kids' lives are at stake. Yep. Every single time. Don't act like there's some code that I can't break. I'm breaking it. 
I'm going to shoot you, Audrey, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'll throw a shopping cart at you. Hit, hit your ankles. I will kill you via shopping carts. I will Achilles. hit your heels so hard that you cannot use the gun. You yeah. will perish. The back of a cart, like one of those orange shopping carts Oof. at Sam's or Costco, Right to the back of the Achilles, that is worth it, worse than death. I'll take you down oh, and then no take your gun. You're not even talking about the shopping cart. You're talking about like the the carts, like the big old flatbed ones, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Home Depot ones. You take that to the Achilles. That's oh yeah, it's over. Hey, how often do you guys clean out your email? Like I never have, and I'm I'm wondering if at some point you're gonna run out of space. Message deleted. So yeah, I mean, they'll tell you how much space you've got left, and I just keep buying more space. Uh, Dave, how many emails do you have unread at the moment, man? Because at one point we did this years ago, and I was shocked because it was at like thirty thousand or something. This makes everyone so mad. There's a whole bunch of emails that I'll get that I just don't open. So we're talking about <laughs> unread emails. Like it drives me crazy if I have an unread text on my phone. But for some reason, I've got, like, the little phone icon for missed calls. It's it's 15, and that doesn't bother me at all. Ew, what? I know, I know, I know. And then my emails? Again, it was 30,000 the first time we talked about this years ago. What yeah, is it now? It's, it's not much worse, but it's worse. It's 36,062. Okay. Yeah. I've so got you've s- read some since then. <laughs> I've read <laughs> you've several read, you've emails. You've read some. <laughs> no, but it's still more. It's just still 6,000 more than it was. It's 6,000 in, like, a week. How I've many, got how many you got? You got zero. zero. zero? I, I, keep, I, keep my, I keep my email always, man. Like I'm always. To be fair, you also do not respond. I to respond emails. to emails. I mean, you're just probably going to my spam folder, Dave. I've got uh, three thousand emails, but I don't have a junk email. Oh, I've got like you three sign junk up emails. for like rewards crap. Absolutely, with because your real email. If I'm signing up for it, I want it. That's chaos, though. See, I've talked to my wife about this, and. She does the same thing. I'm like, why would you do that? Because then I get the coupons that way. I get the discounts, the 25% off, the 10% off, whatever it is, whenever I give my email to sign up for whatever it is. But you could have a junk email. That you just do that for. And then all the coupons just go there. No. I want to see them. (laughs) I've been, I have created this monster. I've had this email since I think I was probably about 18. Mm -hmm. I can't go backwards. I've, I've, I've laid in this bed for 18 years. Oh, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. Like there's not like once you give it out, there's just no getting it back. Well, maybe this will turn into my junk email at some point. Maybe. It's just such a good email. Like it it's is. just it's it just is. like what am I going to do add a number? An underscore, don't do that. Please leave a message after the tone. Underscores don't work with Gmail, by the way. They don't? No. Ew, so I got to go to Yahoo? No, I mean the underscore yeah. will just Hotmail. Got to go back to Hotmail. It just like, it just like removes it. Oh, really? Like yeah, because my wife's name she, it's her name, you know, at Gmail, but somebody has her name, underscore, last name. Oh, no. Thinking that, oh, I've got a unique one, and it's, no, no, that all goes to, that all goes to my wife. Goes to her, huh? Yep, and uh, my wife's tried to, like, tell her about it, you know, because mm-hmm. her phone number and all, like, her personal information is being sent there. Your wife should steal her identity. Well, here's the thing. My wife is considered canceling some of her trips because this lady... Who with the same name of sir is a rude a-hole. Just cancel him. Canceling her trips. I was like, do it. <laughs> That's a power move. That's right content. There. Like you yeah. got- Why is she not sacrificing right? herself for the show? Yes, this is for our good. Start canceling this poor lady's trips and let's see what happens. <laughs> so personalized license plates. On my way to work this morning, I see one that says love pets, and the other one says justice. 
So here's my question. What can you put on those and when, what can't you? What do you think? Wasn't there one in Las Vegas not too long ago that was like Dr. Fart? And they were like, no, 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 you can't have that one. Dr. Fart, he did not go to fart college for eight years. Yeah, like what if he actually was a fart doctor? Like you spent all this time becoming a flatulence expert. and A flatulence physician. A flatulence physician. Uh Thank you. I was looking for it. You found it. Yeah. They took it away. So you can't have certain things on your vanity plates. I, I didn't know that. I would never ever go with a vanity plate because I do not want people because if you if you cut somebody off they will remember that plate forever yeah. and then you will get unexpectedly pit maneuvered years down the road you know what I love is seeing the the, the license plates that says like for princess or something like that where a guy clearly bought a car but he's the one driving it but he's the one driving you're like <laughs> oh she dumped you didn't she Dave and Mahoney you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, it's been a little over a month since you got engaged. You're now fiancé, and you are, you know, planning kind of the next phase of life together, which is really exciting. But we learned just a couple of days ago that you have been lying to him about your family recipe for biscuits and gravy, and this whole thing now is just this, you told him it was a handwritten Dave. recipe from your grandmother. Dave, what? you didn't ask her if he was listening right now oh. or not. Like, dude, what are you doing? Well, I mean, this is part of... Bro. This, Bro. This is part of doing a radio show, No, man. Dave, it's life not. Life is content. We hide no, things life is content. from people we love on this show. <laughs> no, that's you, Mahoney. No. That is you. No. You're the one that will strategically talk about how you are sneaking around in your garage, around the ring cameras that you have in there, like you're Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. You're, no, you know Catherine the- Zeta-Jones from <laughs> Entrapment. <laughs> Whatever you, sir. <laughs> how dare you correct me on that? He is uh, asleep. It is okay. Yeah. All right. So the boyfriend is not listening. Excellent. Sorry if I almost ruined your relationship. But fiance, this is, fiance. Sorry. Yep. Fiance. <laughs> this is something else that I think is kind of egregious, but you tell me what's going on with these wine glasses and the nets. Okay. So I just wanted to kind of gauge the moral compass of the room uh, mm-hmm. with this question. So the other day, we got some wine. It had been like one of those, oh, I feel so long and so short at the same time. A glass of wine will make us tired mm-hmm. because it gets dark at five and everything feels weird. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of wind down a little bit. Like you're, wind you're down trying with some to wine. tell yourself it's the end of the day. So I pour a couple glasses and letting it aerate, mm, I do. guess. <laughs> and I had the back door open and I guess a gnat got in. And it landed in one of the cl- one of the glasses. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is: Of course, I took the gnat out. How many how many scoops did it take you? Just, just one. Just one. You yeah, got just, just one. Just a right former up. bartender. Like this quick. <laughs> like if you had a straw. Like how many times? Like I mean, honestly, while we were bartending, how many times did we put a straw in and grab a, a gnat or a fruit fly out of a drink? A, a lot. thousand times. Because I worked at an indoor outdoor bar, so yeah. I was I'm used to this. Gnats don't bug me. But my question is. Before I give you my response, Dave and Mahoney, what would you have done? You took the gnat out. Do you keep the gnat glass or do you give it to the person who had no idea the gnat even existed in the first place and then you offer them that cup? I give it to them. You give them the gnat glass. Okay. Dave, what would you do? Oh, I would would feel guilty. I would drink the gnat glass. You would, huh? (laughs) You would give it to your wife, Mahoney? Yeah, man, that's nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty. I mean, they don't know, right? They have no clue that it even happened. Yeah, so So, what they don't know isn't going to hurt them. A few immunities. But but you know. 
Like, but that's I the know. problem. So, so that would be where your guilt would come in, huh? Uh, unless, of course, you are, are There's no guilt lacking of a that. soul. I mean, because it's a gnat. You it's took it out. It's not like a, a slug. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a harmless, tiny well, then why, then why wouldn't you want to drink that glass of wine if it's so harmless? Was exactly. it theirs to begin with? My guess it was. Well, you see, there's another point. We're adding layers to this. Um, I ended up drinking out of the Nat glass because I'm with you, Dave. I felt kind of guilty in the moment, but looking back, um, he ended up making me a little angry in the evening, and I wish I would have given him the Nat glass. <laughs> <laughs> with the Nat. See, yes. here, here's where I break down, is that I would have definitely drank out of the Nat glass, but I'm going to let her know. You're going to say oh, after yeah, the first yeah. sip yeah, I'm or like, after the entire glass? I'm glad you're enjoying it. Just so you know, <laughs> I have made a great sacrifice for you. I'm just wondering, <laughs> am I becoming wait. more evil by the day? Yes. <laughs> like, I don't feel like, I, I feel that these are tiny, teeny, tiny little white lies. You're lying about your family recipes. But the family your... recipe really exists. I just couldn't get it in time. And Which then I fell into a, a trap. Yes, and it turned into this huge lie. It's not a huge lie. It's, a white, it's, it's Pillsbury yeah. Grand uh, Biscuits. That's, that's a pretty big lie. <laughs> not lying about, like, my debt. He's aware of that. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying about like anything that really matters. It's You're biscuits not lying and a about mat. your debt because he can just pull your credit. <laughs> <laughs> true. Real true. So I don't know. Did I was you, just curious. I did was you curious. Tell about him it. that you wish that you'd given him the nat glass because he had angered yeah, you. Yeah, because I'm a petty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is David Mahoney. You know, Audrey logs so many hours on TikTok for the good of this show. She is out there searching for content for audio that makes the world go round. Because I tell you what, the things that you find, they bring joy. They do. Yeah. I have created a perfect algorithm mm -hmm. to where I only get happy, no doom and gloom. Did you find this clip of the girl talking about what a planning meeting looks like for a road construction crew? No, so but this, I'm intrigued. This must have been Chris. Here we go. We need to do construction on a major highway, okay? Any suggestions on time and day? I'm open. Over here, orange hat. Uh, what if we did Wednesday in the middle of the night when nobody was driving? <laughs> Wednesday in the middle of the night. What are you, stupid? Anybody else? Anybody with a brain? Yeah, right here with a pen. What if we did Monday at rush hour? You said Monday at rush hour? Oh, that's a good idea. It's brilliant. Final order of business. We have 6,000 extra traffic cones that we need to figure out how we're going to place onto this highway. I need suggestions. Orange hat. What if we put the cones only around the area that we were working on? <laughs> Get up! Anybody else? What if we blocked off four of the five lanes all the way up the road? There we go. Let's use every cone we have. Now that's an idea. <laughs> that is so accurate. Wednesday, the middle of the night when no one's driving. Absolutely Idiot, get not. Out. Get out of this meeting. <laughs> so you're a big fan of girl math. Love it. Have you Live heard? I mean, we've heard of boy math as well. Have you heard of dog math? No. Because that's a thing now. <laughs> Okay, to start, when there is 15 balls out, but one goes under the couch, I now have zero balls. <laughs> when you leave for three hours, it's three hours. When you leave for three minutes, it is also three hours. <laughs> Dinner's always at 5 o'clock. When it's at 5.03, you're two hours late. When it's at 4 o'clock, you're also two hours late. <laughs> when pets are stopped after an hour, it equals zero pets, and now you practically hate me. When one dog walks in front of the house, it equals to 40 dragons that are trying to attack us. 
also, I would like to add to the equation that because I have a puppy and whenever I have to take her out at midnight, if we went to bed at 8 p.m., that means that she got a full night of sleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she is ready to go. Ugh. So there is a debate right now of who did the best rendition of Hart's classic song, Alone. Okay. And there's some big names that are in contention, including Carrie Underwood and Celine Dion as well. Would you like to hear how these are stacking up and why the internet is debating it so heavily? Sure, I haven't heard either of these. All right, so just, I mean, just so everyone's aware, obviously, I think most of you are, but... of all time. And so when you think about, you know, mixing in the Carrie Underwoods and the Celine Dion's of the world, you can understand why there's a debate going on. Carrie Underwood, Carrie Underwood, right Underwood. there, right? Okay. And she's got pipes. She I does. Mean, definitely, you know, could to hang. Metal. Could hang. Yeah. She could hang with that. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't that wasn't bad. But Celine Dion also in contention. Carries it. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's just got the purest mm-hmm. vocals. I feel like maybe of all time. <laughs> I mean, in in a generation, I would say. Or, I mean, it's just yeah. pure. Uh-huh. Like obviously, Hart saying it with like that more rock and roll grit. I mean, you can't do it better than Hart, right? No, no. but you can't. Still, Celine is trying yeah. to. I mean, being at the same conversation there. Right? It's like you, you, how did you go, like, add three extra notes in there? Like, that's so impressive. There's no uh, Courtney Love version? There is not, unfortunately. Dave <laughs> and, and Mahoney. So, guys, I've got some great news. You are about to be saved by AI Jesus. Uh, AI Jesus. Is this... Uh, what, what, what are we talking about? Like AI Jesus, Like they've brought Jesus back in AI form? Uh, yeah, actually. I, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Is he a white man? Uh, yes, of course he is. <laughs> like he actually white was. White man Jesus? Okay. Yeah. No, he is the stereotypical, what looks like the white man Jesus that you see in all the white people's homes, uh-huh. you know, us included. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's got that kind of like Jared Leto-esque look with the flowing hair and the piercing blue eyes and AI all that AI Jesus stuff. seriously looks like Jared Leto? Oh, very much so. Okay, you great. Not Maybe seen, Jared Leto. Have he you not seen is. AI Jesus? Because he is a pretty big deal on social media right now. So, okay. But here's the thing. AI, what are you doing? Because usually whenever you use that for... I don't know, historical accuracy, you're not going to have Jared Leto be the poster boy for AI Jesus. I mean, Jared Leto is a, a dashingly handsome man, though. I mean, you can you can admit that, right? Who knew that uh, European white men were just, you know, roaming around uh, in the Middle East at the time? <laughs> like, what? So here's, so, so I can show you what I'm talking about. Okay. Right? He looks like, okay. Oh, I've seen him on Twitch. So he's, he's all over the place. And tell me that doesn't look like Jared Leto. Casually. Yeah. Yeah, or handsome. Looks, or, he's just handsome. Bit, it's got a little bit of a uh, uh, 
who's that? Charles Manson vibes to it Char- as well. I just called him handsome. Handsome well, Charles Manson. Manson wasn't a bad looking guy back, back day, way back yeah. in, like way back when. Before the forehead tattoo. Yeah. So what's interesting is they like they've they've done AI Jesus where he'll talk to you and he'll give you, you know, Bible verses and encouragement, which is why a lot of people go to the Bible, right? You're looking for encouragement. I am so dead at the fact that we made him like a thirst trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's a motivational online. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Just giving everybody yeah, seen, some, I've seen, I've some verses. On, I've, I've seen this on Twitch, and I think it's probably it's you know made made its way to TikTok. But hey, man! So, so this one on TikTok has got three. This one that I'm looking at right now has 3.5 million likes on it. Yeah. So I mean, it's There's a lot of Christians out there. Well, it's it's getting a lot of pub, and people are forwarding it. But the reason why people are forwarding it on to other people is what we've all gotten those you know chain emails before. I mean, back in the day, no. we're like, if you don't forward this to ten friends, you're gonna have bad luck, and your dog's head's gonna fall off. Or if you do forward this then you're going to get whatever it may be whatever uh-huh. reward is out there in the universe for you uh but what's interesting about ai jesus is that they've actually worked it into the ai code where he will remind people that if they do not forward the message of you encouragement you are eternally damned eternal damnation is really oh, what well, they're, what they're forwarded on the uh, chinese own platform tiktok that man. just gave me the chills that is so absolutely creepy because i mean like if you're doing it from like a motivational standpoint or whatever like i feel like to a degree there's no harm there but whenever you're creating some icky internet jesus cult that's disgusting yeah you're going to hell forever and you're going to burn eternally if you don't forward this tiktok and we live in a desert it's fine i (laughs) I feel like we just got over the fact that we were trying to get rid of all of the conspiracy theorists theorists online who were doing the red pill blue pill Uh pizzagate tom uh, hanks is a pedophile Uh and now we are now going into if you do not forward this then you're going to hell this is just we're just leaping from lily pad to lily pad here yeah this stupid will never stop nope This is David Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On David Mahoney. So we start today's Redneck Report, Mahoney, with a young lady that has been locked up, and some people say for good reason. Oh, yeah? What Other did people she do? say not for good reason at all. She was totally justified. This was a fight over the thermostat in oh, the house. I agree. Yep. Uh-oh. Wait, you don't even know what she did. Uh, But I agree already. Okay. What did she do? She was arrested after a victim said that she, quote, tried to rip my face off over a thermostat dispute. So a Florida woman whose name is Breland Springer, and boy, doesn't she look like a criminal. I mean, she's not bad. She looks like if Wendy from... Wendy's has gone wrong. Yeah, like if Wendy. She looks like Trevor Wendy, Lawrence. She does look like. Wait, is this Trevor Lawrence? I mean, in it is in tails. Florida. I don't know. In pigtails. First so, of all, women with pigtails like that are gross. Uh, there's there's something weird going on, right? Like you don't just decide to braid your hair in pigtails for no but reason. But they're at little all. girl braids. They're yeah. not like it's not grown yeah. up braids, yeah. and there's a difference. And also, it doesn't look like the braids are even. Like, doesn't the one on this side appear to be much skinnier than the one on this side? Yeah. It's a, it's all, a lot of all things are pointing to her name being Breland and it making sense. I, uh, I guess the woman that she attacked was over 65 years old, which does complicate it for old Breland because uh, that's going to, you know, create some Elder additional abuse. charges. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were they they I guess are roomies and they share a house together in Boca Raton. And they had some sort of argument over the thermostat. And that's when Breland decided I'm going to, quote, rip your face off. I mean, did they get in a fist fight? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Did she actually rip the old lady's face off? She did rip her face off. Yeah, Ouch. Yes. No. no she, uh, That's but, actually what Wendy's chili is now made of. Oh, gross, Mahoney. 
<laughs> old lady face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't let anything go to waste. Old lady face. <laughs> so this uh, this woman in the uh, in the villages went on a shoplifting spree at Target, and I love that they decided that they were going to list it all out. She's 32 years old. Uh, she is a resident of the Cove Apartments in the villages in Florida, which is where we all want to retire because it's metal. Uh, she was apprehended after attempting to flee the store with $1,348 worth of stuff. It's a fair amount of stuff. And they broke it down. Would you like to know what she was attempting to do? What was she to trying to take? So she went into the store at 11 a.m., to this target, and uh, she was concealing various items, including, and this feels like a lot because, I mean, I've been in Target and I've seen their clothes, and actually Target has pretty good clothes. Reasonably priced, though. But reasonably priced. To steal $1,047 worth of clothing from Target feels like a lot. It feels like it would be difficult to get away with stealing over $1,000 worth of clothes Not if you try Target. hard enough. Uh, $129 in electronics, which I don't know why. I just assume it's like all. a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, one Bluetooth speaker and then DVDs. Right. I, I didn't say that. I'm just assuming. $103 in household items, $39 in sporting goods, and $6.98 worth of lighters. Did she? Where did she place that tennis racket? It is a real fair question. <laughs> Uh, and finally, um, they are uh, they're sterilizing Pablo Escobar's hippos. I don't know if you've heard this story. What but do these poor hippos I know, do I know. to anybody other than be, uh, you know, illegally trafficked by a drug cartel kingpin? Well, by sterilizing, don't you mean they're just neutering them? They're neutering them, yeah. So I guess these are horny, horny hippos, and they've been uh, reproducing too much in Colombia, and that's become a problem. I don't, man. You know what? This this ain't right, man. It's an invasive species. Is that what the balls that in hungry, hungry hippos that they're eating? Is that what is that what's part of it? They're other hippos' testicles. This is David Mahoney. So there is one school district that has figured out the problem when it comes to staffing shortages and trying to find teachers. And we know that. You know, teachers, especially early on, you don't make a ton of money. You can be kind of a thankless job, but it's also incredibly important. And, you know, having teacher shortages is a real issue for schools across the entire country. There's not a place in America right now where there's a abundance of teachers. And there's two problems. One, teachers aren't paid enough. And the other one is, you know, my wife is a school administrator. And there are many school administrators who don't treat their teachers Properly, including your wife. Yes. Oh, <laughs> now your, your your wife is amazing, and she's got a great school that she runs. But it's tough, and right. in a, many times it can feel like a thankless job. So you can't just willy nilly start giving everyone a hundred percent raises, right? Because then the budgets are going to be all blown. So what else could you possibly do? To entice teachers to join your school is district. a pizza party. I was just going to say pizza party, pizza party day. <laughs> yep, yep. Once, it's, not every quarter because that's a little expensive. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But every other quarter. Well, yeah. and then we're going. We're definitely going hot and ready's. Five dollar yeah. hot and ready's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Has inflation hit the hot and ready's yet? I don't think so. I, I think, think they're, they're still, still five, five bucks. Five? They're maintaining. They're, they're still five bucks, and they still taste like cardboard. I mean, well, it's because Dude, but it's the best five dollar pizza you can buy. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I would rather just get frozen pizza, honestly. But yeah, nah. Well, so again, this is a school district right here in the Valley that has figured out this incredibly difficult riddle. If we can't pay these teachers more and we need teachers, what other resource do we have that we could give to them? What's that, Dave? Ah, it's time. The most precious of all resources. This is the first semester both students and teachers are operating on this four-day week. And the district tells me it has seen incredible results when it comes to productivity, but more importantly, staffing. During the pandemic, the district switched its students to the four-day week. And not only did it see absences vastly improve, but it also saw students coming back to school more energized. 
The three-day weekend, though, has also sparked a lot of interest from teachers in and outside of the state to work for the district. So what do you do, though? Because I, I'm all for four-day weeks for mm-hmm. kids um, and for people going to work as well for productivity. I feel like it really does add and boost morale within companies. And clearly, like this broadcaster is saying, amongst the children as well. But my question is, what happens to the parents who don't work four-day weeks? What happens on a Friday? What do you do with them if they need child? Do you put them in childcare? That's pretty expensive. As a parent, um, I think that I can speak for all parents. You let them run free. Oh, well, I mean, you just, you let them around. Kids? Yep, you leave. How old were you whenever you were able to be left home <laughs> alone? I was like seven, dude. <laughs> yeah, that I was, was a different time back then. Yeah. <laughs> the uh. 90s, I was born in 91. The, I mean, I was, I was, I think, babysitting my one-year-old brother at seven. At seven. <laughs> <laughs> Man, our parents, they're like smoking in the car with the windows up. There's no car seats. What are you talking about car seats? Smoking next I, to the air vent for yeah. the microwave. Ashing on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's a sport you've never tried but would love to? I'd love to try that skiing thing they do in the Winter Olympics where they, like, fly and they race around the track and they shoot, like, rifles at the target. Message deleted. I forgot what that's called. What is that called? You're right. Are you talking about bobsledding? It's, no, it's shooting and skiing. It's when you're skiing, but you have the rifle. and you. The, does anyone do that other than in the Olympics? Like, why is that an Olympic sport? I don't understand. I think Canadians do it. Uh, the biathlon. Probably because biathlon? that's how you used to hunt. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> now we don't I can't even comprehend do that well, anymore. You grew up in Minnesota, and you've told me that there were times when you would walk to school, you would actually have, like, skis, right? Uh, so no, we had we had uh, like gym class. Like we would cross country ski for gym class. Like they had, what? yeah. I got frostbite on one of my ears. Like you see how one of my ears is like all dopey, and I, I mean they're both dopey. But you like how this one is more unfolded, yeah, than the other. That's yeah. from frostbite. I, for those that don't know, I grew up in in Minnesota, but it was during one of the cross country skiing gym gym sessions and i remember coming inside and my ear felt like it was on fire and i was like why does that hurt so bad and it had gotten exposed to the air to the point where it would get mild frostbite but still enough where it affected the whatever that is cartilage in my ear and it like you know, made it look even bigger. Like, I, I, I rolled jujitsu. Yeah, for for those who can't see Dave's ear, because obviously this is an audio platform. Dave's ear, one of them is massive. <laughs> I mean, they're both massive already, and the fact that one is somehow even more massive. <laughs> Did you love the cross country skiing no, days before it, no, your it was, ear got? It was frostbite? absolute hell in a handbasket. What are you talking about? I was curious. You're gonna maybe... make us all go outside during gym class? Well, you asked to wear shorts when it was like 40 degrees outside. But that's different, man. Like. Have you ever been cross-country skiing? No. Because it's skiing on flat land. Like, you, 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 there's no momentum. <laughs> oh, the so you're thing... basically just running on skis? Yes. Ew. It's terrible. Oh, that's yucky. And, like, you have to go up little hills, and it's awful because you're sliding back down. Like, if you're skiing down a hill because you've gone skiing, that's fun. But that's because all you do is just try not to fall, that right? That's miserable. But, yeah, cross-country skiing is awful. My, uh, my favorite gym activity was when we got under the parachute. Oh, yeah, whatever that little thing yeah, of the, color. Yeah, the yeah. rainbow-ass parachute. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it would be a nice spring day. 
and we would all be out on the field, and then we would just sit under that thing for an hour. We would was throw that it a up. sport? It wasn't. A, I don't know. I mean, it was gym. Your, your favorite sport was sitting. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Would you guys please stop streaming music-free commercials? Message deleted. Would we please stop streaming music-free commercials? What? I feel like I just had an aneurysm. I can't. I can't figure that out. Please leave a message after the tone. Would you guys please stop streaming music-free commercials? Message deleted. Music-free commercials. So you're you're saying that that all we're streaming is commercials and no music? Because that's not accurate. I don't and know. I don't get this person. I don't think they understand their... We did say if you have a, a complaint of any kind, you can call 833-YO-DUMMY. Uh, Be a and, little bit more specific, though. Yeah. I mean, just because you complain about something doesn't mean we're going to do anything about it. Because well, I don't even know what you're asking. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, to me, it sounds like I only want commercials that are singing. It makes or music, it, which I musical hate. Commercials, by the way, I do too. Dude, the I anytime that dry that's, commercials, but they but they work. They do, but they get me. Like carry that one. There was one with "Carry on my wayward son," and I'm like, oh yeah, carry on my wayward son. And then I know exactly like, what you're talking about. You know what? It was, that was like, for us for a cruise. It was. I because I remember it. The singing commercials work, man. As much as we wanted, no. When's make the your last own jingle. When's the last time that you heard the best part of waking up? And still, no. The work, but morning. I'm saying when you use established <laughs> songs, yeah. Don't like the you know the, that's the one I'm not for. I like make your own jingles. Those things are bangers. Mm-hmm. Guys, I think that is what he's talking about. Just dry commercials with nothing underneath them. No bed, no nothing. It's you don't just like, like the dry commercials. No, no he, he likes some lubricated. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What has improved your quality of life so much that you wish you would have done it sooner? Message deleted. Going to bed early. Yeah. Getting a full night's sleep is, I mean, here's the thing. We know. The, Sorry, Dave, you have children. All of our problems and all of our ailments basically come from not exercising, not, you know, not getting enough sleep and not eating healthy. Those three things, if we were to do Correctly, we would feel infinitely better. But and we those know things that. suck. Yes, they're, they're terrible. What do you mean I have to? I want to eat like crap. I want to stay up all night. Yeah. And I don't want to move. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be. Hold on. What? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at. To be good at this? Oh, I okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show. How does everyone feel that they have performed over the last couple of days live on air? I feel like I did an excellent job. If I was rating my performance this week, Dave, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had a couple days off last week. Sure. So I would say A+. Plus. A+, I was plus well for rested, yourself. Okay. And, uh, you know, I think well-performed. Have you ever uh, noticed that Mahoney always gives himself an A+. Plus? And then it ends up being the number one blooped? Let's see. Can't really do much else well, but talking, look out. Yes. <laughs> I like that I said look out, and I look over at Chris, he's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I mean, higher I than just... bad for Waffle House. Oh, they, will, they will slice, they, they, you know, they come in with them, uh, the, 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 Metal spatulas. Um, I mean, higher I than just the, the, you know, they come in with the the the, the, the metal spatulas. Yeah, no. the hash brown <laughs> spatulas. They'll they they slit your throat. They'll they they slit your throat. Do not start fights with Waffle House workers. Do not start fights. And so I took her to a Waffle House because same thing. You remember? And she's like, the same thing. You remember? And she's like, is that chef cooking over the street? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it, 
Yeah, exactly. You see, did I say cooking? I meant smoking over the stove. This website uses yummy cookies. Your privacy is important. For order us to maintain 100% compliance. For order us to maintain. By continuing to use the site, you are accepting the use of cookies. By continuing to use the site. Gross. If you are not taking care of your pumpkin whenever it gets all gooey, what are you going to do? Are you just going to turn it into pumpkin soup on your doorstep? Oh, you're just going to turn into pumpkin soup. Yeah, pumpkin self-care is important. Gross. I mean, I know. I mean they, but they, that's because they're, they're public ball pits. I know. I mean, they, but they, that's because they're, they're public ball pits. <laughs> and public balls, we all know, gross. Did crazy. they kill that coyote? Yeah, they killed him. Good. And like, she's fine. And like, she's fine. Trying to bite a baby. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, you're, you know, you're, you're out here biting babies. You're, you're, you're out here biting babies. Yeah, now bit her head clean off. So I was just shocked. I was betrayed. I was just shocked. That's the, that's a lifelong. I could have an adult drinking booze by the time that, that has been a thing in my life. That's that's a lifelong. You know, so I'm not really like, so it's like my, my timing's off a little bit because it uses, a, you know, my, uses, it's just a different frequency. Uh-huh. So it's like my, my, you know, my uses. But I saw the secondary shot, so it just shows her like all happy and yeah. gleeful and then all happy and yeah. gleeful. And That's more convenience of your time. See, I, that drives me insane. Where it's just... Where are you going? Go see the Aurora Borealis in like an igloo. Yes. I believe yes. it's the Aurora Borealis, I think is the official name. Aurora Borealis. Borealis. It's the Aurora Borealis. 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 I don't like that name. It needs to be easier. Areola Borealis. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you can't make... It, we want it to go backwards, but can it? <laughs> We were talking. <laughs> we were. We were we doing were. this, talking about it on the air. So thus, a business with Yeah, it's this effect where I'm imagining more often than it's actually here. To share your secrets, you could instead of like you know everybody's nudes and feet and all that. <laughs> I slept a lot. Did you really? That's I just, great. I just was very laying down all weekend. And they had their inaugural intramural basketball game. <laughs> Two people with good voices have good looking or good voice in children. And what his plan was for me was to get more like spinach in my diet. They start. Checking and bagging like like the dickens. They're like you get you get like more than you get more than a certain amount of people on a line. I do love breaking down boxes. But, you know, able to like. You, here's the thing. You know, you know, a place does it right. But uh, the, the, there's now some PDA. The yeah, way, you care yeah. germs. Who are they? They don't affect the kids. Yeah, man. And you know, there's gonna be people who are like, I wear that diaper. And I guess Audrey, that's why we moved it to November. We moved it to November. You know, you, you, maybe you, you know. I understand that. I can wrap my head around that. No softwares. I guess they have to have. Isn't that what he just said? Who messed up the most this week? Dave, 12 bloopers. Audrey, 15 bloopers. And the winner with 20 bloopers. Mahoney. Son of a bitch. I hate it. I eat boy dinners often. No vegetables, just meat. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know, it doesn't really matter how you feel about the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing. It's unavoidable. I mean, it's literally everywhere that you go. It seems like it's one of the biggest stories in the universe right now. But I will say that somehow Travis Kelsey is coming out of this looking pretty good. And who knows how it's going to end, right? But Mahoney, you've talked about how his brother, Jason Kelsey, 
is, in your opinion, the more charming of the two. I think so. According to my wife as well, uh, also shares a great first name, yeah. I will say, uh, and Jason. But there's a there was a documentary that was on Amazon Prime called Kelsey, and it's about Jason Kelsey, who plays for the he's the center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Plays, uh, you know, it was, it was supposed to be for his last season. And then we obviously know that after the Super Bowl this last year, he came back for another year, and the Eagles are destroying it. I love year. that they are chronicling the relationship between Taylor and Travis in real time, though, because the two brothers, if you don't know, they do a podcast that's actually quite popular. And because they're brothers, like Jason will just ask Travis literally anything on the podcast As brothers about, do. The, about their relationship. And, and Travis does a pretty good job of, I don't think, violating the trust, but still being open and honest about how things are going. You know, and it's a it's pretty good podcast. It's gotten really popular. I think it's in the top 20 of all podcasts now. You know, called, I think New Heights. Is speaking of popular, um, Audrey, I don't know if you've heard this, but Jason Kelsey does some singing. In fact, last year he released an entire Christmas album. I did know this. And did you know that this year he has gotten Travis in on the singing as well? Oh. And their song and is... And good for them. They're, they're monetizing. They're using it to their advantage. Their song is in the, the top 10 right now on iTunes, believe it or not. Mm. And what's interesting is I have it. Uh, is that it's you know it's them singing together and at the beginning you you hear like Jason Kelsey you're like he's got some singing skills and then Travis comes in and it kind of turns into like an Irish jig. See, I would have imagined him like <laughs> rapping, kind of like him being a rapper. But that's sort of kind of like the Irish jig style where it's okay. like you're singing but you're not. It's you tell me what you think. Here we go. basically kind of showcasing he can actually sing, so, right? And there was a little Irish in there. Right. You can you can feel there's some Irish vibes. And then the part with Travis kicks in right here. So nervous. Okay. They've got cars, biggest bars. they got rivers of gold. But the wind goes right through you. no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas me Broad Street was waiting for me. You were handsome, you were pretty. You're the king of South Philly. When the band finished playing, they howled out for more. The leathers were swinging, all the drums they were singing. We fought on a corner, then danced through the night. The sound of the silver age is you know I'm a Chiefs fan, and I like Travis Kelsey. He's one of the best tight ends who's ever played, but, but he, man, he can't sing. No, well, he's his, his, brother, like his brother is somebody, carrying that. Somebody said that he was giving off Disney Prince vibes. And it I'm was. Like, you know what? Yeah. I, don't, I think I like it for what it's supposed to be. I'm yes, not expecting if, anything other than exactly what I just heard. My expectations were extremely low, it been and much they worse. surpassed yeah. them. It, I, I like it, and I would probably download it. I'm going to download it and listen to it. It could have been much worse, but it also could have been a lot better. Do you think he played that for Taylor and she's like, oh, yeah, no, it's She it's just pats good. him on the head and it's just, it's just, just shh. Go catch something for me. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.
Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. In a not-so-surprising turn of events, Jada Pinkett Smith is now taking the rumors of Will Smith having some male lovers and using it to her advantage. Because of course she is. Of course she is. Because she exploits her family at every single turn for every possible thing every single time. We're not shocked, though. We just said that the other day. I know. It just seems like we said that the other day before she went out and started doing this huge press tour, basically, sitting down with every media outlet that she can find in New York to talk about it. And, of course, you know, when she goes and sits down with, you know, like a a media outlet like CNN, they're not going to ask about it. But if you go on The Breakfast Club in New York City, of course they're going to ask about that. And she has no problem talking about it. In fact, she's yelling on the streets to the paparazzi that they're going to be suing now to add even more drama to this, even though, like, if it's an unsubstantiated rumor from some guy that was, like, an assistant of a friend of his... Just don't give it any oxygen, but Jada Pinkett Smith just can't help it. The more you talk about it. this, though, the way that the timeline works is that she was already at Breakfast Club when this had already come out. Yes. And then she went outside and was like, I'm suing. So it feels really convenient that she was at Breakfast Club the moment that this dropped. Yeah, it just seems like almost like they had this sort of thing. Planned out, you say. Orchestrated in Mm -hmm. a way. Hmm. Uh, it just it, it's so disappointing because I loved Will Smith for so many years. I mean, his acting, you know, obviously going back to our youth Mahoney with the Fresh Prince and oh, everything yeah. else. One of, one of the most I- iconic television shows and impactful television shows of the time. It's just so many of our heroes die on a vine. Like the people that cosplay the nice people, maybe it's just impossible to actually be a nice person and survive in Hollywood. But you you know, we've talked about, you know, Will Smith obviously having this whole series of problems where he's, you know, walking up on stage and slapping Chris Rock, which is wild. I mean, the fact that he's still in Hollywood after that and didn't get arrested for assault is beyond me. The fact that they gave him the Academy Award later that and night. And everybody stood and clapped for him. Yes. Was, uh, a bunch Smith. of sycophant weirdos. It's it's Jada. I mean, I, I know that what he did to Chris Rock is not good. I mean, we have been screaming that from the top of our lungs since it happened. But I really do feel like Jada has ha, is like the evil siren in the lagoon yes. drowning him. Like, I mean, he had he was untouchable for a very long time. He was probably, if not one of the number one celebrities for a very, very long time. Yep. And now that we're seeing the red table talk Jada that's been, you know, for over the last eight years, it seems that that's whenever his downfall started. Yeah. I mean, Book Nook in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney said, same, I really used to like him. Now I just can't. And it, it, it feels very similar and reminiscent of what we saw happen with Rosie O'Donnell and we yeah. saw happen with Ellen and even Jimmy Fallon for me now because, you know, it's been revealed like what a dirtbag he is behind the scenes. You're like, you can't cosplay the nice person and then be a total a-hole. If you want to be a heel from the jump, I've got no problem with Do that. It. But just don't pretend like you're right. the nicest, most lovable person that everyone can get, get along with. Meanwhile... You're awful behind the scenes. See, but I don't even know if we're hearing that Will Smith's particularly evil behind the scenes. Everything that's negative that is happening is almost in direct correlation with Jada. No, for sure. He slapped but Chris because Jada. There's also personal responsibility. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, a gr- not, he's a grown-ass man. I, you know, obviously. But, yeah. I mean, to a degree, if somebody's going to sit there and calls, call you out on your wife— Granted, we didn't know that they weren't even together at the time. Um, I feel like anybody would defend their wife, just maybe not in that way. He's yeah. a grown-up. He shouldn't have done that. But, again, I'm going to say it. I think that 
everything that is bad that is happening to him is because of Jada. I would absolutely agree with that. And the fact that she just keeps doubling down and doubling down and doubling down time and time again to roll all of this salacious stuff out at yep. his expense is gross. She's going to keep using him until he dies. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Perhaps you can help us solve this argument that is going on here at the show because, Audrey, um, you and I have different takes on this. 480-470-5759 if you have an opinion. So, Audrey, uh, you and your fiancé had a bit of a disagreement, and I tend to side with him on this where you were doing some laundry, Mm -hmm. and you took the laundry and you put his pants into the washer and you accidentally washed his entire wallet that was in his pocket of the, the pants. Correct. And by accident. Yeah, by accident. Not trying to, like, prove a point or anything. It was completely by accident. And you say that it is his fault for leaving the wallet in the pocket. Correct. Uh, yeah, mm. I mean, yeah. No. Yeah, who no. leaves a wallet in their pocket? Like, if you're if you're not 99. checking the pockets of the things that you are washing, nah. you're doing it wrong. Nah, man. So, but I mean, so it's my job, because I do laundry. Mm-hmm. So if it's my job to do laundry, yep. if that's my chore, yep. and you declothe yourself and wow. put all of that into the laundry basket, it is then also my job to check every single pair nope. of pants' pockets. That's on him, man. So like, let me Especially explain, when it comes to a wallet. No. So let me explain why. Because if it's your job to do the laundry, then why aren't you doing laundry correctly? She that's is. like saying <laughs> it's your job to do dishes, but I can only give you fully washed dishes to already put into the dishwasher. Dave, you have a to wash the dishes that. before you put them in the dishwasher. You absolutely do not. to my wife. Uh, you do not. In but fact, that is you wrong. Do. They encourage you not to do that, as a matter that's of fact. not true. That's, that's, that's that is not true. true. That's that's true. true. That's <laughs> say. They say do not pre-rinse. You can't put food, gross food, inside of the dishwasher because... If you're brave, you can. Then all of that food just gunks up in the bottom of your dishwasher, dude. Audrey, like, it stays there. Let me ask you this. So, was this at your apartment or was at his house? Where this, because we're living in two places right, right now. now. Um, so, it was at the apartment and I was actually... So, this in, turned into an entire debacle. So, I was doing laundry. I had just randomly decided to put a load in uh, before taking him to the airport. And... He gets to the airport and calls me. He's like, baby, I don't know where my wallet is. Can you just, I thought it was in my my backpack. Can you run back to the house and see where it's at? And he was like, I think it's in my pair of like shorts that are in the laundry. And I'm like, oh God, I put them in the wash. So thankfully the laundry was already done, but his wallet and all the things in it had, had gone been through the, gone through the oh, entire cycle. No. So I had to give him a soggy wallet to then travel with. I felt bad, but again, my stance is, if I'm putting everything in the wash, that's on you to check no, your if pockets. If it's in the clean or if it's in, it's the, in the dirty hamper. clean no. hamper, that is on you. you. The last thing you would ever expect, I'll, I'll just say this, like when you get home from work or you get home, like anytime I'm like, if I'm, because my wife and I are doing the same thing right now. I'm in my house, she's in hers, but as soon as I get to my house or I get to her house, my stuff immediately goes on the counter. I've got a place in both places for my wallet and my keys the moment I walk in. Smart. I feel like that is a man's, like, routine. It's just, it's just not. Greg, help us out here. Who's who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? Should Audrey be checking the pockets or not? Uh, this is Cindy. Hello, cool. Cindy. Hey, uh, <laughs> Dylan, when you, uh, when you screen calls, put their name on there. Go ahead, Cindy. <laughs> you were close. Hey, I'm with Audrey. I do the laundry thing, too. And my husband is in the habit of taking his stuff out and putting it in the bathroom. I occasionally might feel for something, 
but it's not my job to check the, the pockets. It's, it's part of the job. No, what do you not. mean? It's part so, of the job. But you should Cindy, be so lucky to have somebody doing your laundry for you. No. Yep. I figure, you know what? If I'm kind enough to do your laundry, mm-hmm. then Dan, you need to uh, take your crap out of the pockets. You fit in there. Why can't you take it out? So, Cindy, I take mine out. That is so true. And sometimes... You know, women's pockets aren't necessarily as, like, deep as men's pockets because they're designed, obviously, for wallets. So if I'm, like, rummaging around and do a quick, quick check, I honestly might not even feel whatever is at the bottom of that pocket, like change or whatever it is. It's just not, there's not that many pockets. You can check the pockets. Depends on how often you're doing the laundry because there are a lot of pockets on my on my jeans right now there are five pockets on every pair of jeans that adds up real quick exponentially man thank you for being on my side cindy girl power (laughs) yeah whatever greg see you later (laughs) thank you so much for calling uh mike said i've been married for 24 years i've never done laundry don't even know how to do laundry so here's how you fix the issue and it must be done early on in the relationship Leave something that can leak out and stay in the other clothes in your pockets or leave rocks or screws or something. Once that happens, she will forever start checking your pockets to make sure they are empty. Why are you making Audrey do more work when she's already doing something so nice and generous? I've done the accidental washing of a pen and it's been my own fault or like of a chapstick and then it just gets just all melted in there or like the ink spill. The washing of the chapstick isn't the bad part. It's the drying. It's the drying. Yeah. And I've done that and I haven't checked because usually even if it is my own accident and if I wash my own pen, I mean, it's not supposed to be in there. So that's my fault. Just like the wallet. It's not supposed to be in there. I just can't. It's what do you fault. mean it's not supposed to be in there? It's, it's a, not supposed it's to be a in pocket. There. Also, I understand accidents happen, and it was his accident. Hello? It's not my accident. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, man. What's what's your take on this? Audrey, you're crazy. I mean, when you do laundry, you always check the pockets. You always, it's you part of the job. Know. It's part of the job. Exactly. Why aren't you checking your own pockets? Why aren't you taking things out of your pockets before you put them in the hamper, bro? It's not my, well. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not your job to check your own pockets. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> I want to be patted down by my wife every time I get undressed. Exactly. I want to get frisked. I want to go through the TSA, man. I want to bust out that wand. I want to stand in that little machine with my hands up and just (laughs) check all the cavities. This is Dave and Mahoney. So whose fault is it that the wallet got washed? I mean, clearly it's Audrey's, but she wants to argue about it. Jean on Facebook said, in 53 years of marriage, I never checked pockets. That means money, tools, small screwdrivers, machine parts. He was a Xerox technician. All got washed. Money was found. That was mine. Tools went back to him, and the machine (laughs) cheaters part looked like trash, so they got tossed out. We laughed, and then it ended up being on top of the washer. His job to collect them. So it's really funny, though, that Jean said that the cash was hers. Yeah. That's the, we've, that is the tax. That's the laundry tax. We've gotten a lot of that. Uh, this one texted over to us from 623 said, my wife has a saying that when she does the laundry, she who finds the money gets to keep the money. It yep. is a tip for doing the laundry. That is a reward. Greg joining us today. Greg, set the record straight. Who is at fault? The money, the wallet, the entire thing got washed because Audrey didn't check the pocket. She says, well, neither did the fiance. It's his fault. What say you? Dave, I'm here to help you out as the real Greg. As the Your real Greg. Your partners in crime over there at the radio station are forgetting the X factor here. Mm-hmm. They have no children. 
That's right. So to them, they feel like, oh, everybody's responsible for everything. No. When you have kids, you check everything that goes in that water. What are you well, talking about? Cool. I'm going to make child labor the first thing that happens yep. in my domicile. You're a good parent. If you are going parent. to be birthed by me, I had to push you out. That sucked. And then your living tax is doing the laundry. You, you have tiny what, hands. You think that tiny works. hands is perfect. You, you think that works. You For think, sure. oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, my my kids are going to be responsible. You're going to fix refrigerators. Uh, also, you're going to be doing Your <laughs> tiny hands are great for fixing AC washers. Climb <laughs> <laughs> up on that roof. You'll, you'll bounce <laughs> back if you fall. Goodbye. Yeah. And, and, Greg, these are hypothetical things. This is not, we're talking the moment right now, not in the future. We're talking about real right. cold, right. hard so facts that happen now. Go. I agree. That's why you don't, you're don't. you on that side. And, Audrey, guess what? When you let your son or daughter do your laundry, kiss those $300 pair of jeans goodbye, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you mean? I've got a kid. I won't be able to afford them. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me. Priorities. Also, yeah, you're not, thanks, Audrey's thanks not spending $400 on jeans. No, All I'm right. just not. Let's, let's get a female perspective here. Carol, tell us how it really is. Well, I am on Audrey's side because I do laundry. Right, we're out of time. We gotta go. And, and, and <laughs> I um, don't check pockets for my husband if there's something in there. And I've washed clothes, and we have dogs. And sometimes when he takes them out, he actually has the plastic doggy, you know, to pick up the stuff. And there's been napkins, but if there's money in there and it goes through the wash, it's mine. Because you find it in the dryer. It's funny how you all seem to find the money, but you can't track down an entire wallet. That's weird. The money comes out of the pan when you're you're Uh washing them, it comes out and Uh it goes in the dryer. So, but I tell him all the time, make sure your clothes, if they need to be washed, put them, you know, in the hamper near the laundry place. So when I'm doing laundry, because I'm not going searching for your clothes. See, and it's never like we're purposefully washing and drying your things. It's always an accident. If I feel it, I will take it out. I've got a solution. But I'm not going purposefully (laughs) digging whenever I've got to do seven loads of laundry. I'm not going through every single pocket. I've got a solution for everybody who (laughs) thinks you are in the wrong here. Do your own laundry. Check your own pockets. There you go. Problem solved. My husband doesn't do laundry. He doesn't. He he does the sweeping and the mopping and taking out the trash. I do the laundry and the dishes. But he okay, does, Carol, he but what if what if he didn't do a good job sweeping and mopping? I bet you'd let let him know you're not doing a good job doing the laundry. How about that? How dare huh? you How slander Carol with that kind of <laughs> accusation here, Dave? She is a my husband works in a restaurant in a place where he does mopping all the time. So, so he he's real good. At so it. maybe we need to <laughs> get you working at a laundromat, Carol? Huh? No, I work in childcare actually, so I'm doing this double duty. I do laundry at work as well. Yeah. You know, Carol needs a break is what I'm she, hearing. She does yeah. need a break. Thank you so much. You're you very bet. welcome. She's wrong, but at least you got it. You are antiquated, Dave. I'm antiquated. You got to get with the times. This one, very, very uh, modern, (laughs) just like my perspective on Facebook, said, uh, regardless of who's on uh, either side, uh, it's the wife's fault either way. Hmm. Didn't know that this is an anti-woman establishment. So how do we feel about counterfeit goods? And when I say counterfeit goods, I'm talking about like the high-end designer bags, the what would cost you, you know, four thousand dollars instead is uh thirty-five bucks. I mean, whatever, man. Who cares if you're buying a, a fake Louis Vuitton? We I, I get it. Dude, you drive a Civic. <laughs> you know, it's a great reliable car, but you should not be spending twenty-five thousand dollars on a handbag. I, I think the same things a lot of times when I'm on Southwest Airlines because let's not kid ourselves. Uh, Southwest Airlines is by design a discount airline. It's not as discount as some of the other ones where, you know, you feel like 
it's you know they're charging you it's, for water and for carrying on a bag the, and stuff. It's the it's the used Honda Civic of the airlines of yeah. of the skies. Yeah, you know it's not the worst. It's very reliable. Mm-hmm. It'll get you there. Yeah, but there's nothing flashy about it. But when I see people getting onto a Southwest flight, specifically in the seaboarding group, and you've got a designer bag. Why does that Why does that bother you? I don't know why because it Because what else me. are they supposed to fly? No, because I know that you're lying. I know that that is not a real designer bag. Otherwise, I have you- a real Louis and I'm poor. <laughs> that, like, I have a actual Louis weekender, but I'm very poor. It was gifted to me. Well, it's, see, it was gifted to you. That's but you different. don't know if it's been gifted to them. Uh, if you're in the C group, I don't feel like you're deserving of we gifts. We just talked yesterday about how I never know when I'm supposed to be boarding. And I just board whenever I want to. To that point, you do not deserve nice things. <laughs> that is valid. That is actually very, very valid. I how, won't disagree. How much? How much is like a Louis weekender? I don't because I depends. I really don't know. It really, I've I've had mine for a while, so I feel like the prices have probably jumped. But I mean, like Mahoney said, you can get a tote like a like, they're called Neverfull totes that looks like about the size of my my uh, work bag that I have. Yeah, pretty large. Those are about three thousand dollars just for a purse. That's wild. To me. You know, so I, I'll see people buying. You know, like going into those stores. You know, like the high-end malls and stuff, and they have like even like the velvet ropes now, where you have to make an appointment to go. Oh, yeah, in you're not just, allowed in. They're yeah. so it's uh, that's such a ugh, it's so yucky to me. It is, it is. But then you know you see the prices of some of those bags, and a lot of times they'll start at around like ten thousand yeah. dollars. I'm like, it's just it's not worth it to me. I don't I get agree. that culture. That's not for me. But uh, there was a huge counterfeit ring that just got busted in New York. They're saying it, they they seized a billion dollars worth of knockoffs. See, but I feel like when you go to New York, that's part of it. Like, yeah. how? Do, what do you mean you you took them down in some sting operation? They sell them on the corner. They, they sell them in the parks. They have them in Los Angeles as well. There's this yeah. whole alleyway that you go down, and every single shop is nothing but counterfeit goods. It, it must be because they're they're selling like authentic like the authentic papers that come with them and like the bags and things like that. And there are certain degrees of fake that you can buy um, and to where you're still paying about half the price of what you would for an actual Louis, but it's because it is so it's actual leather. It literally looks just from the store, but it's from China. Yeah. So they're saying that China and Turkey are the ones that actually create most of these counterfeit goods. They seize 219,000 items. Damn. They're saying this is the largest such such bust in U.S. history. The goods valued at over a billion dollars. Man, I got a friend who uses that. Can y'all stop? (laughs) (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Listen for reviews of your new favorite new brews. Favorite brews. It's beer for breakfast. It's beer for breakfast every Friday on Dave and Mahoney. Well, all right then, friends. Yeah, buddy. All I wanna do is drink beer for breakfast. All I wanna eat is barbecue. We have made it to another Friday. Yes, we have. And I am excited for this beer that we have in front of us. I bought it because it's just got a cute, fancy otter on the label. I mean, it's and I'm drawn Maris the classy otter, and he is a very classy looking otter. He's got his top hat on. He's got his bow tie. He's got little coordinated shoes with his bow tie, mind you. That baby blue. He's got a little cane. I mean, this guy is fantastic. Uh, so Maris the classy otter. This is a British style. Barley Wine Ale from Tombstone Brewing. This one brewed at their north location. 
right off there at Thomas and uh, North 40th Street here in Phoenix. <laughs> Weird. This oh, my. Can. So this is a 14% ABV <laughs> big beer. We haven't drank a beer this strong in years. Yeah, this I want to say like, the, like the, the last one that we had was the Parabola, right? We usually do Parabola, and I think that floats between uh, 10 and 12% yeah, something like percent that. ABV. Barley wines, Audrey has never had a barley wine And before. so she, she actually had a good question yesterday. She said, what is a barley wine? Is it a wine? Is it a beer? Like, how is this actually classified? Or is a barley wine a category all its own? It's a. It's just a beer. It it's is. just what we okay. call it. It's, uh, you know, it's... It's hops and barley, okay. you know, and that's, it, but it's just a lot. And this is, you know, a big, big, <laughs> a big, 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 big old barley wine. Because <laughs> I've had some barley wines that are, you know, in the 8 to 12% range. But once you start getting into the 14%, you're oh, yeah. talking. We'll knock your socks pack, off. This thing is absolutely packing a punch. And I'm like, where did they come up with the name <laughs> Maris the Classy Otter? Who's Maris? So, did a little bit of research oh, on this. We have the lore of Maris. And so <laughs> what? how they came up with this name is there is a strain of barley. And it's, it's a barley wine called Maris Otter, uh, which is okay. a strain of two-row marley, or barley that <laughs> this is brewed with. They came up with this after having a couple of 14 percenters. Yeah. For sure they did. Absolutely. Uh, so let's get into Maris the Classy Otter from Tombstone Brewing. The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast. Look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. We don't need a drum roll oh, dang it. until Sorry the end. Uh, the look, I mean, it's a deep, dark amber. I mean, a little bit of uh, thick head on this. But, I mean, when you look at the packaging for this beer, it's cute. you just got, I mean, it's a cute otter. Yeah. One of the things it that we really talk about, <laughs> Mahoney, that gravitates us to buying a beer. Um, we're very influenceable. Marketing sells every single time. And I understand why you grabbed this beer because it's a very cute can. We like a nice package. And Mahoney loves to, to you know, pull that right off the shelf if it's a good looking beer. And I oh, will yeah. say, uh, not only is it good looking as far as the packaging, but it's also very unique. It's clean. Uh, yeah. You know, going to the nose of the beer, let's rate the smell on this. And, you know... You get a little bit of cherry. I don't know if you guys are getting oh, yeah. that. Like a dark cherry? There's like a yeah, like sure. a dark fruit, a dark cherry that's in there. But you also get a, you know, this has been sitting out for about 20 minutes. You don't want to drink this too cold because you do want to let it warm up. Maybe even get to, you know, like, you know, 50 degrees Fahrenheit or so, 55. So all of those flavors are really out there because when you have a beer this big, this robust, it is going to be complex. So you are getting that alcohol coming through the nose as well. Uh, let's go move on to our favorite part, which I don't think Audrey wants to do again. Well. But, you know, again, Audrey, <laughs> as you drink beers for the first time, it's not the first oh. sip that we rate the beer on. <laughs> we have to let our tongues know, and man. our taste buds. Dude, I'm like, I'm I've like, had a couple sips and my stomach is warm. I, yeah. Don't you feel like yes. it's just like hot lava? So, yeah, it's a hot lava tummy. Yeah. I'm about four sips in oh, yeah. as well. Dude, and I love this. You do? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, I see. But it's for just me, so different. I don't know what's going if on. If you are into big, 
and rich and flavorful. This oh. is actually surprising to me, Audrey, because you usually like stouts. I do, and it's so similar to it, but I feel, I feel like there's so much happening that I don't know what I'm supposed to be feeling. Whenever I first smell that, I go, oh, this smells kind of like a lager. I don't know why I'm getting that. Like, it's kind of ambery. It has that cherry note, like you said. And then I went to go taste it, and it's so darker berry forward. Yep. And... I can, it is fire. The 14%, it just tastes like See, liquor. I it, feel like I'm drinking an amaretto liquor or it something. It does feel like you're drinking a liquor straight out of a cup to me. I mean, it's big. It's so alcohol forward that I, I can't taste anything See, beyond that. I don't feel like it's, I feel like the alcohol is present. And it's certainly there, but it's not beating you over the head. Like when you say it's so alcohol forward, I think of like, you know, some of the... You know, malt liquors. No, I'm thinking of like there. an actual liquor. Like this tastes like. You think this liquor. is like amaretto? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, but I mean, I know amaretto That's is different. like like a liqueur. But yeah, no, it definitely has. A, the 14% is definitely 14%ing for me. See, I yeah. mean, you get, it's just all, I mean, you get like some wine style finishes. That's where all that berry there, is. It's just, there's, there's so prune. much happening. You know, I'm also getting some chocolate mm-hmm. in there, some toffee flavors. It is kind of all over the place. I yeah. mean, cherry. Yeah, you, you, it's like it, it. It tastes like sweet liquor. To Audrey's point, if you take a cup of coffee and you pour a full shot of amaretto in it along with your Bailey's, like that's what you're getting. Sure, there's some notes of like coffee in there, but it's basically just sweet booze. The more I drink it, though, Mahoney, you have taught me this as my beer. Shaman. Yeah. <laughs> you have taught me you that you... This beer dom? No, oh, shaman. shaman. <laughs> You're dom. <laughs> the dom of beers. Um, no, I, you know, you always have to keep tasting it. Right. You know, you have to... Don't ever judge a beer off of its first sip. And as I am progressively getting my taste buds a little bit more acclimated yes. to this beer, it is getting easier, not by much, because it is still liquor, but I am tasting more of what I feel like it's supposed to be. Um, I don't know if that's because I'm losing my taste buds and getting more drunk, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but it definitely, I'm warming up to it. Uh, And I think as this beer warms up too, you know, one of the things- I love you. I love you. One of the things I always say, it's like wading into, it's like wading into water. You know, like the first time you put your foot in, you get that initial shock. And then as you slowly move forward- and you start to acclimate to the beer. If it is a good beer indeed, you know, you will you will start to get its true flavor, its true form. And for me, I man, th- I've had a lot of barley wines over the years. It's been a while since I've had one, and this reminds me that I do love this particular style. I will admit, probably not for everybody out this there. This is not for this is like a sliver of a sliver, man. Like this you have to be very deliberately seeking out the beer that is absolutely going to kick you off your but bar stool. So Mah- Mahoney are you shocked that Dave, though, doesn't like this as an IPA guy that no, he is? I'm not. He's traditionally not huge into, you know, the the double-digit, big, you know, boozy beers. Well, and I also... If they're IPA, you are. I, I the, don't... The IPA is masked most of the time. It, it is masked. This is, again, to me, very alcohol-forward. It's also sweet, and I do not like sweet beers. Dude, this is a lot. This is... It does have some dessert-like qualities to it. Uh, the mouthfeel on this, medium-bodied. I think it's big. It's rich. Uh, the overall drinkability, again, this beer is not for everybody. And again, coming in and around, I think it's not a ridiculous price. I think I paid $19.99 That's for great a four-pack 
of this beer, and a four pack of this beer at fourteen percent will, will destroy you. This is the same ABV as basically drinking eighteen an eighteen pack of like light beers. <laughs> yeah. If you For drink real. all four of these and you're like, oh, I still pretty feel pretty sober. See, I'm like t- I'm tipping over my words right now. Tipping over your words. I don't even know, man. I've only had a couple sips. You know I what? don't drink anymore. Clearly, you, you look like a classy otter to me. You're but doing fine. If you drink four of these and you still don't feel buzzed, you need to check into rehab. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cleve in the chat said that uh, barley wines traditionally are for alcoholics. Check in. If you like cute otters and, uh, you know, barley wines and uh, fruit forward and, you know, rich, flavorful beers, maybe give this one a chance. Can or I get a drum roll, please? if you hate your family and you want to black out over the holidays, this is perfect for that. This yeah. is the perfect holiday beer for <laughs> real. Get them two drunks to talk about oh. politics. Mahoney's Beer Scouts Supremacy. I give Maris the classy honor, a British-style barley wine, a 3.85 out of 5. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 